and welcome or welcome back to Through Gen Z's Eyes. Today, I have on my sixth grade teacher, Sam Mar. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Kaya. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, since we've been doing online classes for over half the year, do you think that it's easier to teach online or in person with your students? That's a good question. But there's only one answer, and I think almost every teacher will tell you the same thing, and it's, it is way way easier teaching in person. Um, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. First, uh, teaching in person is easier because it's almost impossible to work closely um, with students who really need the one-on-one support when you're doing it through distance learning. So it's, um, I mean, you can do your best with the breakout rooms and um, you could have one-on-one time there, but really, um, it's not the same if you can't be with them in person. It's just not. It's just not the same. Um, and there's a couple other things like grouping students takes forever through Zoom. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't automatically save the groups that you like, so you have to do it every time, which is kind of a pain. Um, not to mention that when we in normal uh, schooling before distance learning, the you know trading and grading would would be nice for students to see other other people's work so they can kind of get an idea about how things are done if they're having uh, difficulties. Um, so there's just a lot of things that are that are not only difficult for the teacher, but also for the students. Um, and I think you would probably agree with this, that even just students working in groups together, feel like they do that a lot better when they're in person. Um, and I just feel like the breakout groups that, although it's it's nice to do them in Zoom and it's good for you guys to still have that collaborative time in breakout rooms, but it's just not the same when, um, you know, you're doing it um, on a computer screen and you can't really um, see each other's work all that well. And I just feel like it's a lot easier in person to teach and it's also easier for the, the students. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you can get more done in a day that's a, a normal day in, in, in the classroom than what you can do in a normal day through Zoom. So not only is it harder to get things done, but um, the, the, the way it gets done is just not the same. And I think students really miss uh, the social aspect of it. And I know as a teacher, uh, I think that's one of the biggest challenges for, for me. But good question. Thank you. I, I definitely agree. I mean, I don't know from a teacher's point of view, um, but I would say that also the breakout rooms is kind of tough. So I would prefer to do it in person. But um, what is one pro of not being in class and one con of not being in the class? Yeah. So I was thinking about this question and I I can't just give you one. So I'm going to give you a few. Uh, I hope that's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, so for the pros, obviously, being able to just wear sweats and a sweatshirt, especially now in these winter months. So like when the school started in August and September and October, it was pretty hot. So I just wear shorts and a T-shirt. But now that it's cold, I just throw on sweats and throw on a hoodie. And I don't think twice about how I'm looking because, like, I'm not going to see any parents. Um, you know, I don't think the students really care how I look because they're all kind of just rolling out of bed as well. So that that is pretty awesome. I mean, also being able to uh, have lunch with my wife and my baby, Reagan, um, being able to see them during the breaks. Uh, it's something that's 
that's really nice because I don't, I, I've never had that opportunity before, right? When she, normally I would just go to work and I wouldn't be able to see them until the end of the day. Um, but now I kind of get to see them throughout the day, which is really nice. Um, but those are probably the, the, the biggest pros. And then, oh my goodness, the cons, this is a long list of cons. So uh, strap up and here, here, we'll start with the first one. Um, I really miss playing with the kids. So one of the biggest cons is not being able to play re, um, at recess with the kids because when I'd be on yard duty, even though I'm supposed to be, you know, supervising, um, I would mostly just supervise slash play with the kids at recess, right? I'd play football, basketball, four square. I'd play all kinds of games with the kids. Just talk with the kids who are just, you know, who, who weren't playing, but just talking with them and seeing how they were doing. And it was kind of cool because uh, in recess, you know, we I teach sixth grade, but it was good to see the fourth and fifth grade kids out there. So I get I, I kind of got to get to know them a little bit better before they came up to sixth grade. So I kind of would have some type of relationship with them before they come in my classroom because, you know, they would see me and they would be familiar with me from from recess and at yard duty and things like that. But I don't really have that anymore. So, you know, this year, although I, I knew you guys pretty well from um, from being able to have most of last year, uh, seeing you guys in fifth grade. Um, but next year is going to be a real challenge when I don't know any of the fifth graders because I won't really be able to have spent any time with them. So I, I, I really do miss um, playing with the kids at recess and lunch. Um, and, you know, obviously I miss playing dodgeball. That's probably another big um, – It probably the only exercise I, I would get at school is – running around on the dodgeball court and throwing balls at kids, even though sometimes I'd, uh, you know, maybe throw it a little too hard and get a sweet little kid right off his head, but they'd always recover. I haven't had any serious injuries yet. So that's, that's good. Um, and you know, just playing with the kids in general and, you know, doing things like field trips. And at the end of the year, we go to raging waters and just seeing how much the kids love doing that, you know, in a social aspect with all their buddies. Like I, I enjoyed it you know, doing those things with the, te uh, with the teachers, but also with the students. And obviously not gonna, we're not going to be able to do that. Or we, we didn't do that at the end of the year last year. And I don't know what the future holds, but uh, it's not looking good with uh, the recent uptick with COVID. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the year, you know, they're going to six, uh, they're going on to middle school. So you're not going to be able to see them all that, that, um, that often because they're going to a different school and, you know, not being able to have that closure with my students last year, saying goodbye to them through zoom. Like that was super lame. Um, you know, normally I get to give them a big hug and wish them well and, you know, see their parents and, you know, tell them, you know, good luck and to come back and visit. And I normally, I normally have quite a, quite a few students come back and visit and I wasn't able to, to have that at the end of the year either. So all my previous students who would come back and visit and hang out and play dodgeball and, you know, tell me about how they're doing in middle school and high school. Uh, I didn't get to have that opportunity. I don't, I don't know how they're doing because they can't come back to the school and nobody's at the school. Right. So that was tough. Um, and then, you know, just the interactions with the students. I know that was quite a long list of cons, but as you can tell um, it's, it's, it's a long list because I really do miss, miss real real in-person teaching yeah I can definitely see what you're saying about the cons I miss my friends I miss uh, meeting new people at my school and having new kids come every year so I can definitely see what you're thinking about so 
um, you've obviously gotten training um, over Zoom. So how do you train for distance learning? Yeah, good question. So basically, starting since March um, in early 2020, when um, it first started, they, they, they are, when I mean they, the district, they did a good job with giving us a lot of training on distance learning. So we had trainings from, from uh, how to do iReady better so we can help um, see where students are, uh, or, or we can help assess the students and give them um, the best one-on-one uh, -on -one or um, to meet their needs individually. So a lot of iReady trainings and a whole lot of Google training, right? From Google Forms, how to use Google Slides, Google Classroom. Um, a lot of Google was, we had a lot of Google training over the summer and um, and we still and we still have a lot of Google and Zoom trainings. Um, just basically, um, I mean, I don't want to bore you with all the, 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 the meetings and all the, the hours that we've spent um, as teachers trying to learn on the fly because, you know, when we when we all got our teaching credentials and and we and we wanted to become teachers, it wasn't to sit behind a computer screen. Right. That wasn't ideal. And we weren't really taught to do that. Um, so we had to kind of like reteach ourselves um, how to how to to teach and teach effectively through, you know, behind a computer screen. So it's it's an ongoing process. And that's why we have trainings every Wednesday. Um, and, you know, some are more interesting than others. Some um, I, I value a lot and I learn a lot and some like, oh, I already know this. Um, so it's just it's hit or miss with the trainings. But um, it has helped. It has helped me a lot. And hopefully I keep getting better and better so I could uh, in, engage the students as best as possible. Yeah, I think that's so great. I definitely appreciate how hard you guys are working, even though it's like Zoom and you're we're all new to it. So I appreciate that you're working so hard to do what's best for us and everyone else um so when did you realize that you had to do distance learning like when were you told did you think that you would be back by the end of the summer or yeah you know? yeah good question well I actually have a very specific memory of when we got the email it was like I don't know it was in February or March um when when it was just happening right when when COVID was just just beginning to to start to be a problem right and i remember they said we were going to take three weeks off and i was thinking this is great like three week little mini vacation and then come back and finish the year and it, everything will be great right but little did i know and i wish i can go back and slap myself for even thinking about being happy about the three week vacation because what it turned into was you know what we're currently at right now, you know, it turned into, Oh, three weeks is the rest of the school year. And then over the summer, you know, we kind of realized, uh, things aren't really getting any better. Um, so we started preparing for distance learning probably in July. We realized, okay, um, we're going to start the year distance learning. And then we did a lot of trainings in July and um, August, and we're still doing them to, um, you know, better prepare and, and be uh, the best distance learning teacher as possible. So I would say in March, we were optimistic and I was excited that, you know, it's just going to be a quick little break and, you know, COVID was going to be, you know, just a flash, but um, that's not the case. And as far as what's going to happen in the future, I really don't know. Um, I'm hopeful that 
things can get under control and with the vaccine, everything could hopefully get back to normal. But I don't know if that might be overly optimistic, um, but I really do miss the classroom. And um, if we do distance learning, we're going to make the best of it and have a great year. Um, but I'm hopeful we can get back to the classroom as soon as possible. Yeah. So, so how did you, how did you feel when you saw the email? Uh, were you shocked? Were you angry? Were you, what were you feeling? Well, I mean, I was, when I realized that it was going to be more than three weeks, I was upset because I, you know, as a teacher, um, I want to see my students. Like I didn't go to school and study to be a teacher to sit behind a, um, a laptop, right? That's, that's not ideal. That's boring for me. And I can only imagine that sometimes it's probably boring for students. So I wasn't at all excited. So I was, to answer your question, I was upset, but in perspective, like, when you look at it and I step back from it and not I realize that it needs to be done right for the for the safety of our students and our staff and just the community. Um, it doesn't really make sense to to put people at risk um, when we can teach uh, effectively through distance learning. So, yeah, it still bothers me that I can't teach and see you guys in person, um, but I understand that. Um, some things just aren't worth the risk. And um, I'm I'm very optimistic that things can get back to normal. Um, will it be this year? I don't know. Um, 2021, you know, by, by the time you, you get to middle school, Kaya, I really hope you can enjoy a normal, semi-normal middle school and not through distance learning because um, it would be really fun for all my, my sixth grade students who are transitioning to middle school to be able to experience um, you know, that getting to getting to your classes on time and having five different teachers and, you know, meeting all these different students. And it just would be a lot, uh, a lot better of a situation for um, the middle school students to experience that um, next year. So if it doesn't work out this year for sixth grade, I'll be really bummed. But um, I'm really hopeful by next August, you know, August 2021, we can at, at hopefully um, get back to normal. Okay, but yeah, I I am optimistic too. Hopefully, maybe even by March, April, we'll be back. So this is the last question uh, we have time for. Uh, did you realize that the distance learning would be for more than half the year? Do you think it would be less time or were you expecting it to be this long? You know, I, I thought that it would probably be Okay, once Christmas is over, everything can go back to normal. And then up and only and I thought that up until recently in the last couple of weeks where, you know, our uh, community, our Santa Clara County went back to purple, um, which means, you know, it's it's an even scarier time than before um, for COVID with the amount of cases in our area. So uh, my optimism went kind of. Uh, it was broken once um, I was watching more and more of the news in the last couple of weeks. So I, I don't think I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if they end up saying um, we'll reassess in uh, March or April. And, and if, and if that's the case, I, I'll support their decision. Um, but I'm really hopeful that maybe we, you know, in March or April, we can get back to school. So at least there's a couple of months where we can do some normal in-person activities so I can get to, you know, actually see my students face-to-face. -face. Um, 
because that would be really awesome. That's that's what I'm hopeful for. So hopefully, hopefully we can uh, we can get that going. And people are hopefully going to be smarter um, moving forward with um, you know six feet apart, social distancing, and being safe. So so things can get back to normal. Yeah, I'm hopeful that I can see you too and um all the students in our class and my other friends that aren't in my class this year. Yeah. Um so thank you so much. I would like to thank Sam R for joining me and I'm so glad that I got a perspective from a teacher because usually the kids are like, Oh, I don't like online learning, but now uh we've gotten a teacher's perspective and so I'm really glad. Um and thank you for being such a huge inspiration in class. I would also like to thank Smitha Patel for helping me start up this podcast. I would like to give a huge thanks to my sister, Zahara Bali, for editing this episode and all the episodes to come. And I would like to thank you for helping me search through this topic from a Gen Z's eyes. Please make sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time.